Today is Monday, December 7th. The title for our devotional is The Word. Today through Wednesday, we're going to nerd it up a little bit and unpack the theology of the Incarnation from John chapter 1. First, why are we bothering with all of this nerdy theology stuff? There is, of course, a good deal of mystery in the Incarnation, and we cannot fully understand the nature of God since He is transcendent and beyond our finite comprehension. That said, we shouldn't just throw up our hands and leave it to the theologians to debate. What the Bible does reveal to us, I think we need to know and speak on with clarity and truth. This is one of those concepts that for some is too far-fetched to believe and therefore becomes a hindrance to faith. So whether that is you yourself or someone you are sharing Jesus with. On the Incarnation, Frost and Hirsch write, The infleshing of God is so radical and total that it qualifies all subsequent acts of God in his world. The Incarnation carries the theology of salvation and redemption then. It is the beginning act in the drama of God's ultimate deliverance through His Son. It is God's identification with humanity. It is the heart of His revelation of Himself to humanity. These, among others, are not small things. These we should reflect on every Christmas season with wonder, joy, and thankfulness. So that's precisely what we're doing here. Let's begin by exploring this beautiful verse on the incarnation of Jesus from John 1:14. This verse is full of imagery that is really quite common to John and his writing. John 1:14 says, "And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the Father, full of grace and truth." First, John says, "The word became flesh." What does he mean by the word? you'll likely notice that it is capitalized if you're reading it in your Bible. And if you're familiar with this verse in the context, you'll know that it is a reference to Jesus. The Word is personified in Jesus. If we were to rewind a few verses, we'd see John that begins his gospel with a reference to the Word. John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This is a profound statement and clear reference to the beginning of the Bible in Genesis chapter 1. This simple, concise statement, we see the doctrine of the Trinity taking shape. The Word was with God, that is, a person other than God. But the Word also was God, that is, a person who is still God as well. This, I know, is a mind-bending concept. It is one of the more controversial teachings in all of Scripture. In fact, both the Jewish and Muslim faiths reject Christianity on this assertion alone. Both find the incarnation of Jesus incomprehensible, absurd, and indefensible. Yet, when we read this statement, among many others made by Jesus himself throughout the Gospels, there is simply no other way to understand the nature of Jesus. This we will explore further tomorrow when we discuss the word becoming flesh. So this word analogy finds its roots in the Hebrew Bible, as does so many of John's analogies and word pictures. The word, generally, in the Hebrew Bible carries three different meanings. First, power. God's word was the agent of creation. He created the cosmos by his word. Check out Genesis 1 and you'll see the repeated use of God said in the creation narrative. Second is revelation. God's word, primarily spoken through the prophets in the Old Testament, revealed who God is and what God wants his people to know. Third is salvation. God's word is often tied to salvation as well. Check out Psalm 107.20 or Isaiah 55.11 for examples of that. 
It's likely that John has all three of these connotations in mind when he chooses to personify Jesus as the Word. For additional content today, head on over to the devotional page and watch the Bible Project video on the nature of God. I think this video is really helpful because it gives us images and visualizations to help us understand the Trinity as best we can. For reflection time today, pick one of the meanings of the word to chew on. Power, revelation, or salvation. Consider, if you choose to think on power, the power of God's word in creation. Consider the power of his word in Jesus as he healed the sick, spoke truth to the powerful, taught his disciples the way of God. If you choose to think on revelation, consider the revelation of God in Jesus, that God chose to show us who he is through a person who lived and walked among us. If salvation, consider the salvation that God brought through Jesus, the spiritual salvation from sin and the physical salvation from religious ritualism and the promise of a new creation.